0: Hi, hello, hello, welcome. My name is Yura Glow. I'm a radical honesty trainer, and uh, welcome to my honesty. Gonna spend an hour? No, just joking. Not gonna spend an hour today. I'm hoping to have a very short live because I have very little to say about manipulation. Hello, Rokas, Moving back, um. So I have very little to say about manipulation, and somehow I remember being myself being very obsessed about manipulation a few years ago. I was just like, everybody's manipulating. I'm manipulating. You're manipulating. Everybody's manipulating. And then we're just like watching the news. I was like, that guy's manipulating too. Rolandas, shit. I don't remember names. Labas Rolandi. (laughs) Um. No, I have, a, I'm having a, like a wave of heat and like a heat in my face. I imagine I'm embarrassed that I keep on, like you I have uh, Rolanda's who's the first viewer on Instagram for like, you know, weeks now and I keep on forgetting his name. And I have that with people. I forget people's names. Hi, you're not alone. Great. Thanks for watching me so manipulation i am very curious like actually I, I wish this was in an actual room when you were alive in the room with me and you could ask questions because i'm very curious about your input about manipulation manipulation is the act of deceiving someone um, convincing something or doing something for another people or group of people to influence their behavior or thoughts. And I'm curious, what is your experience with with manipulation? <laughs> um, now I'm, <laughs> I just received a compliment and I, I noticed there's tension in my cheeks and I'm feeling pleasant in my, uh, just all right so back to the business (laughs) enough with the pleasantries what's up guys with you and manipulation how do you know when you manipulate and how do you know when you are being manipulated that's these are the two questions that i would like you to write in a comment because i yeah i'm curious i wish we would have like a in-person conversation about this Everything is manipulation. Parents, TV, media, friends, balls, business, marketing, religion, girlfriends, boyfriends, kids. Mm. I have very similar. Uh, I have very similar belief as well. Like I, my perception of manipulation is that we're all manipulative as fuck. We even manipulate ourselves to believe what we need to believe that is true. I convinced myself amazingly to order this thing from Amazon that I didn't really need to. I ordered it several times, convinced myself again and again, over and over. And it worked. I got what I didn't want to (laughs) get. What else, guys, about manipulation? I also think that manipulation has this like it's an emotional topic I imagine most of you some of just like we learn the word manipulation in a negative context like as if that is a bad thing and I imagine that for some of you who have been tricked or betrayed or fooled into a fooled again tricked in a behavior or thinking that it's it's a painful topic um so I don't want to dismiss that experience that, you know, it's we I, I can jokingly say it's like, Oh, yeah, we're all manipulative. And we're all manipulating and are being manipulated. And this is just like, a, a you know, the water that we swim in. Um, but then I also want to acknowledge that it's, um, it's an emotional experience for people who have been, you know, did something that they didn't want to do. Or, yeah, So I guess I'm curious, uh, oh no, I clicked something, wrong, wrong, go back. Um, I'm curious what types of manipulate, like what methods of manipulation do you know? Because the one that I'm definitely using is when I'm sitting here and doing my live. I showered just now and I, you know, I put on... Fresh clothes, not to feel amazing and good. And I looked at my face and I was like, okay, oh, having all these red things, you know, on my skin and I don't feel pretty. But then I smile extra to manipulate you into thinking that I am, you know, feeling alive and energized. I want you to think that I am feeling good and that I'm in control. If I'm feeling good and that means, and I know, I know what I'm saying, then that I create the image of success or i don't know you that you will like maybe i evoke some sort of like submissive uh receptive mind in you where you're just like you're you're watching and and you're listening and you're nodding and you're believing what i'm saying because i'm nodding and i'm doing this thing to you which is a kind of manipulation but here's the thing about yeah pleasing pleasing one word that i want to say like when i please people that I also manipulate and when people are pleasing me then you know I sometimes I think yesterday just got reminded about the difference of the difference between care and manipulation because I love to please my mom for example I learned I grew up pleasing my mom and I was always resentful about needing to wear the clothes that she would approve or needing to go to the, you know, shops that, you know, that she wants to go to. But when I became aware of it and I started to draw boundaries and I started to please her for my own pleasure because I enjoyed seeing her happy. So I would wear the clothes that I imagined she would approve. And I would go to the shops that she, that I imagined she wanted us to go for her and that was very pleasant experience so I did uh, that manipulation was not a manipulation anymore I was very open about what I'm doing I said mom I'm wearing these clothes for you right now and um, it's like if you want to go to these shops I'm gonna go for you then and I enjoyed that kind of a care that I provided for her again like just read a comment on instagram and i'm um, i notice i'm just settled and am receiving the compliment <laughs> um so i think i don't know how i need to i'm just gonna take a break this is this is and honesty time I am um, I think that I am aware of the times when I manipulate people and there was a time when I was shaming myself for manipulating people um, because I didn't know that I can ask for this is, I yeah how I grew up I thought that I'm not supposed to want things. So when I wanted something, I felt scared and ashamed. It's like, how dare you to to want something? Who do you think you are to want this? So I would still seek and move towards the thing that I wanted. But what I used is like, I would try to provide a service to someone, give a favor to someone, build trust to give first so that I would receive what I wanted without asking for it. And when I didn't get what I wanted and I would get pissed off and they would cut people off and I was like, oh yeah, well, those are not my type of people then. And so the, once I learned that I can want things, then the second step was to take the courage and be willing to ask for the things I want. And I still remember in the workshop that I had with David Shadburn, in the Radical University workshop, where I said something in like, you know, in this like a commando kind of a way. It's like, and, you know, do this for me. And then I giggled because direct request for something, direct asking was just like very intense and scary. So I would giggle and I would shake and I was just like, you know, all kinds of very messy. And then my the trainer, he paraphrased and it's like, would you do this for me? Not because it's the right thing to do, not because the humanity is a better place than, not because it's good for the world, but only because I want to. And I paraphrased it when I said it, would you do this for me just because I want to? I cried and I weeped and cried and cried. It was back in 2016 so probably. And that softened my heart, which is an experience I didn't know back then about and it was just like, and this realization is like, wait, I can, I can want things and I can ask for it just because I want to. And when I want things, my wanting is valid and me wanting things doesn't mean that I'm putting a burden on the other person. Uh, it just means that I can, I want things. And then I can ask for it. And the other person will say yes or no, or I don't know, or uh, how dare you, you know, what kind of all kinds of responses, reality. Um, so that was the next step to start asking for what I want. And it took me years because I had no experience of asking for what I want. I grew up in a culture where like, if I ask questions, then I'm stupid. And I should look in the book because all the questions are are in books. Like at school, I imagine asking questions was a taboo thing. Teachers felt intimidated. So they would like manipulate kids or like bully us into, you know, how dare you for asking? Like you should know the answer already. Go and read in the book. So I had a lot of that experience. Asking questions was dangerous. Um. Yeah, I'm going to read the comments now. When I do not do something, my cousin asks, he says that he would do that for me if I asked. That's a great example. Uh, It's like, oh, I would do this for you. Why aren't you doing this for me? Well, because I don't want to. What do you mean? But I would do this for you. Yeah, but I'm not you. Uh, I'm always closing my mouth and I don't talk when I want something. Yeah, I usually distance. I used to distance myself when I wanted something from someone, then I would distance myself when I go and do something else. Hmm. So yesterday... I had a conversation with a friend of mine, who is a master manipulator, and he's really good, and he knows it, and he's very open about it. And then I think there's a there is a distinction between a manipulation is something that is done in in deception, right? So once you're like, share that you're manipulating, that is not a manipulation, then it's a conversation or a sharing or intention. Anyways, but he's he shared some examples of what he did to manipulate teachers, for example. Because I believe, for myself, I learned how to master manipulation at school. I spent there twelve years. I got very good at good at it, especially in the last years when I realized that teachers are full of shit. When I became a, like more of an adult of myself, I started to see teachers as my, you know. I wasn't that little girl, but I could see them. Um, and this is where I learned manipulation. And when I talked with my friend yesterday, he was also sharing how he manipulated teachers in school. And I was like, "Hey, would you like to like sit with me on the live and just like talk about it? Like, you know, how did you learn manipulation?" And he said that he wasn't ready to. It's a little bit like coming out experience. Um, yeah, and he wasn't ready yet. Since you're watching right now, I'm talking about you. And I don't remember when was the when was the time when I came out that I'm manipulating, I think it was easier for me because I was doing radical honesty workshops. And I was already in an environment where everybody agrees to tell the truth and everybody agrees it's confidential and everybody agrees that whatever happens, we're going to stick together and we're going to get over whatever upset. So I, I already created, I was already in the environment where I could be, it was expected of me to come out, like draw the curtains and be like, Hey, this is what I'm doing in secrecy. This is what I'm, this is what I'm saying. And this is what I'm actually meaning. And this is what I'm actually wanting. So it was easy for me to come out. I didn't really have that, those judgments that I imagine um, other people experience if they reveal that they have manipulated others. I imagine that when it comes to the general population, we're all raised to believe what's good and what's bad. And what's the right thing and what's the wrong thing and manipulating is obviously the wrong thing so if you're coming you know in if you are in a general culture then you will be told that there is something wrong with you that you manipulated but in my culture where the culture that I'm building around myself and the culture that I'm creating for me and my peers manipulation is so it's like it's it's almost like an First of all, it's it's a habit. It's something that came habitually. But it started as an act of desperation. I could not get what I wanted. First of all, I was not allowed to want for things. And I could not get what I wanted. Even if I asked for things, I would be shamed or punished. So it's better to, it's safer to go around and use strategies to manipulate others in giving me something that I want. So manipulation is like when people manipulate I think that they're either scared or angry. And that's why I have a lot of compassion for people who who manipulate, who control. It's a little bit like like a small dog. When a small dog is scared, he will bark his voice out because he's terrified. So it's the way this is how I perceive the big people that there is a child who's terrified, who's scared. And the only way for the child to get what they want is to manipulate to say things to do things. To create an illusion that there's one thing that I'm like, I'm cool. I don't need anyone. But, uh, you know, uh, examples. I'm very bad with examples. I don't have many examples of manipulation from my life, unfortunately. Mm. That's why I want you guys to send me comments with your manipulation stories. I I want to read it out loud. <clears throat> manipulation. Um. People often ask me, "It's like, how do I know? Um, when?" I am manipulating because some people are afraid to be that person who manipulates and then they check in with me and I get there. I, I give some reality check approval or of like some, I'm like a barometer on what is the truth and what is the lie for many people. And uh, in most cases it's manipulation, but like manipulation is at the time when you do it in deception and when you do it in order to take advantage of the other person, like to cause harm or to get something from another person that you're pretty sure they don't want to give it to you. It's a non-consensual, um, what is it? Gift. <laughs> it's a non-gift. And, and then I forgot what I wanted to say. Yeah, I forgot what I wanted to say. My friend says I should do something because that's what friends do. And that's what friends are for. Ugh, tough one reminds me of my dad, actually, uh, what did he say? All right. So I, I called, like he called me, I didn't pick up. Then I called my dad. And I said, like, and he's like, well, tell me all about it. And I was like, oh, God, I need to speak now. It's like, no, there's nothing. There's nothing I have to say. And then he started to talk. And as he was talking, I said, I'm not interested in what you're saying. And, he, and then he's like, well, fine. Then don't call me any, anymore. And he said it jokingly. That was a joke. This is jokes in my family, where I come from. Um but uh like the sentence once well fine don't call me anymore if you don't if you find me not interesting so he took it personally but he didn't really uh, address it or said it he made a joke don't call me anymore and I was like I think you're hurt I didn't I don't remember how I responded but this is the you know that was the manipulation. You either like me, that's when you call, or you don't call. I also have been. Uh, I have been. I I had I had a call and my friend picked up and he and he was like, "You're just not nice." It's like I don't I don't want to talk to you when you're not nice to me. And I was like, "Well, this is." This is who I am. This is how I am. Either take it or leave it. So the, the one thing that I do want to I want what I want you to get from this life today is that I want you to know that manipulation is an act of doing something or saying something when you don't know any better that you don't know what you that you want something and you don't know how And if you know that you want something you don't know how to ask for it. So it is an act of desperation, in my opinion. And that the way how you can spot manipulation when you're being manipulated is when you start to notice how you are manipulating others. The more you get to know of yourself, your own patterns, the more you can notice others doing the same thing. Because we are relational beings, we can relate to each other's experiences. And if somebody is, if you're relating with someone and at some point they are telling you what you feel and what you think and what is the meaning behind your actions and your words, Beware of those people. I, you know, I have dated men who did tell me what I want and what I don't want. And they would tell me who, like, what they think I'm doing. And that, like, no, it's a, for me, it's a boundary. You will not talk about me as if you know better than me what's happening with me. So beware of those people in in radical honesty workshops i used to manipulate people into doing what i want because i thought that they're paying me money to in you know, order to have an experience and to learn something and the only way how i thought i can teach them is by manipulating them by telling them what to do and if they didn't want to do something then i would try to convince them how it's good how it's a good thing for them to do something that i think they should and that is an act of manipulation. And I think that most of the teaching that happens in in, I don't know, in schools is by this kind of manipulation. It's like, oh, you don't think it's, you're not going to do what I tell you to do, what I believe is a good thing for you to do, then let me ex- give you all these reasons how your experience is invalid. And my experience has more, um, like my experience is The correct one, and I know better. I know what's good for you. Now, do what I tell you. I am remembering the documentary called The Vow about uh, the organization in the US that many people joined, and that was a a personal development, an amazing organization that helped to many people. That at the end, um, the founder seemed to manipulate. Uh, the women and would take advantage of them and those women they really believe the the founder the guy because he used the manipulation techniques of i know what's better for you and you don't know what's good for you and if you're gonna do what i tell you you're gonna get over whatever the struggle you're having you're not gonna be upset with me you're not gonna be angry with me you're just gonna be blissful and happy with me and everybody and this is how you know that this is a trick don't go to any workshop. Do not pay money to anybody who denies your experience. I used to deny my clients' experiences as well. I learned my lesson. I learned that I was a massive manipulator without knowing that there is another way to teach. Without controlling and manipulating. So you did this asking, isn't that abusive? Either take it or leave it. Yeah. Um... I think that any kind of ultimate ultimatum? Ultimatum. Ultimatum. Any kind of ultimatum when it comes to um, you either do as I tell you or you're you're not gonna get me or whatever you're not gonna get whatever is violent and abusive. Um, unless it's agreed, like I really appreciate that there is such a scene as BDSM, uh, where people can go and explore power dynamics and make it in the conscious play. Uh, but in the real life, in the real life, <laughs> in the normal culture, um, ultimatums are act of violence, in my opinion, that is a bad manipulation. The, the way to resolve the violence behind manipulation is for people to be a little bit more, well, they have to do some radical honesty in that there's a little bit more awareness of what is exactly happening with them. What is it exactly that they want? And say that. And say that I want to manipulate you into giving me what I want. I want to convince you to think this or that way about me. I want to control your feelings, I want you to feel happy about me, I don't want you to feel sad about me and therefore I'm ready to say whatever it takes so that you would cheer up. The act of openness and like open communication about your intentions, so if you're asking a question and you also reveal the intention behind the question, and maybe you reveal the wish behind the intention and question, then it's it's just like a person can make an informed decision. You give a chance to a person to say yes or no and think about what they want and what they don't want. Yeah. I do think that people should give and have uh, choices to make informed decisions. And... If they're not, then it hurts and it leaves this emotional pain that I was talking at the very beginning that I imagine also needs to be addressed. And I do think that many of us have been manipulated in a way that we felt hurt and we have manipulated others in the way that others felt hurt and we didn't really address it. We didn't talk about it because first of all, it's shameful to say that, oh yeah, I'm actually acknowledging that I did manipulate you and I see that you're hurting That's shameful. So that's like a taboo thing. And there's also shame on the other end. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm a stupid, naive person. I've been manipulated now into something. I've been tricked, and I'm embarrassed to talk about it. So the way to clean up that hurt from the manipulation is not to hold it in, but to share it and speak about it. Shame breeds in secrecy. So go around, find someone that you feel safe, someone that you trust, and share it that is it for me today that's what I wanted to say I have finished my agenda I wish you a beautiful day or a morning if you're in Canada or a night if you're on the other time time zone and I'll meet you on Thursday together with uh, Christophe Fink I'm going to have an honest conversation with him about neediness. And another topic I have no idea about anything. That was just like, he's so not me. I'm not needy. Kudakristov is. He has a lot to say about it. All right. Bye.